This is a News Laundry podcast. Welcome to NL Hafta. Hello and welcome to News Laundry Hafta. Like we say, Angrez apna lagan aur News Laundry apna hafta kabhi maaf nahi karte. This episode of Hafta will be produced by Arunab since Karthik is on leave because uh, uh, someone's not well in his family. Uh, before we start, remember when the public pays, the public is served. When corporations pay, corporations are served. Sachin, feel free to disagree. Uh, Sachin is our guest today on Hafta. Uh, for those of you who don't know Sachin Kalbag, uh, you obviously haven't been reading his too many newspapers, especially not the midday in Bombay, uh, of which he was the editor for four and a half years. And now, Sachin, you set up have an edition in Mumbai. Is that right? That's correct. Yes. Hi, and welcome to Hafta. Thank you very much. Uh, we have Arunab here. Hello. Anand. Hello. Abhishek. Hello. And Madhu Trehan. Hi. Uh, can we start with, yesterday was Anand's book launch, his book For Love and Honor. For those of you losers who still haven't bought it and read it, get a life. <laughs> I have. Okay. Abhishek pumps his fist in the end, so yes, he's read it. Uh, yesterday was the book launch, uh, scheduled at 4, but it started at 4.40. Why, Anand? <laughs> First of all, can I just welcome Madhu and say I'm so delighted that she's made it to News Laundry Studios. I was worried she might be at News X Studios. <laughs> <laughs> so at 3.55, I get a call from Madhu saying that, Anand, I'm around, I can't see you. And I said, I'm just waiting outside the JNU Convention Center. She said, JNU? But I'm at Jamia. <laughs> so, so basically, everyone, everyone had gathered at JNU for the book launch and Madhu was supposed to have initiate the conversation and discussion. No, and, and the funniest is when I arrived at uh, Jamia, I asked where the auditorium is. So I thought I knew the auditorium because I've been there a couple of times for other book launches. So I ran to this auditorium and I said, where's the book launch? The guy says, in here. And he very sort of elegantly started taking me in. The chief guest I have. And I go in and there's a big yellow poster on the stage. And I say, okay, so this is his book, his yellow book. And there's some graphic over there, which I thought must be the gun of flowers. As I walk closer, I see it's not a gun of flowers. It's a pen with a nib <laughs> coming down like that. I said, yeah, kiske book launch hai? He said, yeah, Urdu short stories ki hai. I turned around, the guy didn't even talk to him. I just turned around and ran while talking to you on the phone. I said, where is it? <laughs> so Madhu reached Jamia instead of JNU, which is understandable, JJ, secular, secular type, lefty, you know. I mean, it would have been a, a, an event had she reached BHU instead of AMU. You know, one, because one is Banaras Hindu University and one is Aligarh Muslim University, and also because one is in Banaras and one is in Aligarh. But, uh, okay, yeah. that was what we call officially a PJ. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with Sachin. Sachin, uh, we'll discuss the news happenings of the week, but before that, um, a little about your new assignment. Why uh, Mumbai uh, edition for Hindu, you think? Well, uh, well, the Hindu wanted to start an edition for, for a really, really long time. And I, I mean really, really long time. Mm. Uh, in fact, they erected a building uh, in Churchgate, prime South Bombay uh, area uh, in, the, in the early 1960s. So wow. that, that was when they decided to set up an edition. But somehow I think, uh, you know, they kept missing the bus or... Uh, it was not top priority or the other editions were really doing really well. So, you know, Bombay was not on top of, of their uh, of their agenda. But uh, for the last one year or so, at least that's what I've been told by the editor and the, the, and, and the board, is that uh, there, there was renewed uh, attention on, uh, on Mumbai as, as, a, as a big destination for, uh, for the new edition. So I guess a lot of, the, I'm sure there's a, you know, huge, there was a huge business case for it. Otherwise, uh, you know, there 
wouldn't have launched uh, or they wouldn't have decided to launch but would you think they'll change their style because uh, this one thing can i come in yeah yeah um sachin your uh, editor malini parthasarthi has said that it will have much more lifestyle and entertainment content targeted at, at the younger readers now hindu is really not a paper that i pick up for that um because whenever i look at it i feel like i'm uh, on the entertainment side i feel like i'm transported to the 50s or the 60s it just doesn't seem to have a finger on this on the current s- scenario of uh lifestyle and entertainment i'm not saying um uh that it should be like hd city or delhi times but i am saying like look at mint for example their entertainment is highly readable it's very clued and in and that's a part of the dna in the sense yes yeah. so it's a different it's a different uh uh ethos how will you uh, are you planning to change that old style colonial uh, like looking at stamp collections and bird watching <laughs> <laughs> okay well, actually uh, i think what uh, dr parthasathi meant by that is that it it will relatively have more entertainment and lifestyle content than the other editions one uh, because you know the hindu is not known so far for its entertainment and lifestyle coverage because primarily they did not have uh, an entertainment bureau in in mumbai where uh, most of the film stories happen of course film stories happen across the country uh, these days but uh, mumbai being the hub of uh, the film industry there was not much attention given to that so yes uh, in that sense there will be more entertainment coverage uh, but on the other hand it is it will it will not be gossip and breaking stories and uh, you know speculative stories about who's sleeping with who or uh, uh, then what's the fun here <laughs> <laughs> so, so essentially uh, let's go back I, to stamp collection then <laughs> <laughs> well uh, i'm sure there are people who uh, who who uh, treat stamp collection as an entertainment uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> depends uh, thing, how many but, clothes they're wearing while they're collecting stamp but no but we uh, no this this uh, no we're going to steer clear of that no not necessarily about uh, about the state uh, archaic uh, thinking about what entertainment is uh, there will be more and more uh, you know thought given to um, the intelligent part of what entertainment is it could be trends it could be people it could be interviews it could be long form features um it could be any of the above plus just, whatever we sorry think. to so, cut in such a just curious uh, you know uh, bombay whenever i come to bombay one thing uh, that really stands out in the newspapers there you know that the bombay times or just the the, the the main newspapers i'm not talking about midday which was you know an afternoon it had a cult following of its own it's one of those bombay things it's midday's you know as bombay's vada pav is i even when i was a kid i remember i had to pick up the midday but uh you know they're full of like the uh, the entertainment and angle that bombay has it's like bling it's in your face so i mean do you think hindu would want to do that or i mean does it even no, have not really see hindu uh, you know has a core philosophy about uh, what it covers and what it does not cover and that is that is more or less been the you know more or less been the reason why people read it in the first place uh we uh, the, the hindu is not a newspaper of record uh, there are uh, there is the times of india which is kind of the newspaper of record because it 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 puts in everything that is that is there to read about the city of mumbai uh, i'm sure it's the same in in delhi in in chennai in in bangalore etc uh, but if you ask me what is going to be different in terms of uh, the approach that we make towards news and analysis and thought and opinion 
and even entertainment and culture and lifestyle is that uh, we're not going to look at stories as uh, just event, uh, you know, event-driven, uh, you know, news reports or feature or, or feature writing. We're going to go beyond that. Now, beyond that could mean, like I pointed out, it could mean trends, it could mean interviews, it could mean long-form features, it could mean explanatory journalism, uh, it could mean enterprise journalism. So there are there are various uh, aspects of uh, of of coverage. So. Yes, there is. It is a tough market where uh, you rightly pointed out that you know entertainment being such a such an important part of uh, of, of the city, uh, and Bombay Times and uh, HT City or uh, HT Cafe here or uh, DNA After Hours or even Midday uh, and Mumbai Mirror, you know, they all accord so much importance to entertainment that if we keep copying the same formula, uh, then we're not going to succeed at all. I mean, it's 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 a self-defeating exercise. So, if you uh, you know one of the examples that you pointed out were, that Madhu pointed out was the was the Mint, I think, and I think the Mint is doing a great job of looking at the business of entertainment. It's looking at uh, entertainment beyond the gossip columns or uh, or uh, the regular you know breaking news stories about affairs, about money, about whatever. So uh, th- these are things that we need to so that's, uh, that's know, take a look at uh, you know clearly and perhaps uh, more diligently. Uh, something uh, okay. I, it, it may be. It may sound very uh, uh, highfalutin, but something to the to the, to the tune of what uh, the New Yorker does uh, in 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 the U.S. But then you really have to step up your production values because oh, in New Yorker, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Hindu is a bit like no, no, recycling. Yeah, I, you know. I, I, I'm I'm of the opinion that uh, when you're giving a newspaper today, it's not just a newspaper. You're giving a. You have to give a reading experience. Huh, so, that, uh, so on that is New Yorker. I think just the, 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 even if you're not reading it, it's you just feel nice holding it. Sachin, I just wanted to, to ask Sachin, uh, Sachin, what's going to be your ad budget? Because obviously, I can expect a lot of feisty ads <laughs> given your competitor, yeah, uh, and you know, and given the past history of the ads. And yeah, you know, what was that? Uh, Hindu and Ty. Yeah, did it that, was no? Ty. You right. know, when Ty came to Chennai, right, right, and uh, then Hindu came up with these uh, amazing hmm. ads, you know, to I hit remember. back. So. Uh, yeah, uh, that would be nice. I'm, I'm not. I uh, see. I, I'll, I'll tell you what. We, we have uh, engaged an ad agency, but I'm not privy to. And this is very honest. I'm not privy to the ad budgets that the Hindus has. Uh, it is primarily the responsibility of the CEO and the managing director. Coming uh, to that, Sachin, I would like to uh, ask you that Hindus had a rather turbulent ownership pattern. Yes. Um, who? I mean, what can one expect now? Where is Enram in the picture right now? Uh, from all the interactions that I've had with the uh, with the board, Enram has been there uh, at at least three of the meetings, and uh, uh, there is also N. Ravi. There's also Malini, of course, uh, Dr. Parsati, and uh, uh, for this particular project, which is which is possibly the most prestigious project that they've undertaken in the last. Uh, 30 years since the Delhi edition launched in 1985 or 86, uh, they all have come together and uh, posed a united front. So, uh, to me at least, it does not look as if for every meeting that we've had uh, regarding the edition, regarding uh, uh, even the kind of people that we want to hire, uh, the kind of uh, pagination that we want to do, the kind of uh, uh, you know buzz that we want to create. In every meeting, uh, uh, all the cousins have been uh, uh, talking to me. So, uh, so who do you report to? Who calls the shots? Is, uh, Who takes the, the final decision? 
But the final decision is with Dr. Parthasarthi. Sachin, this uh, Dr. Parthasarthi is the same uh, lady who said about the xenophobia of uh, Smriti Irani. Is it the same? Is it Malini? That's right. That's okay. Yeah, Malini Parthasarthi. She's the editor. Yeah. Do you, do you and of course, the director in the on the board. Do you agree with that? What she said about the xenophobia? <laughs> uh, Sorry, I just thought I'll get you sacked even before you get <laughs> <laughs> No, see, but, uh, I, I think one uh, Also, one uh, uh, along uh, with that, that the same question is that um, does uh, the story of Siddharth Vardarajan make you slightly nervous? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, I mean, see, we, uh, I've, I've been working with... Uh, you don't have to answer, you yes, can, yeah, you can no, tell I, them, no, I, I don't want to answer that question. No, <laughs> you, well, you're not even I, polite to us, Sachin, because we ain't no, no, the no, I, I knew that when Anand, Madhu <laughs> and Abhinandan are on the same panel, <laughs> 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 then, then these questions were inevitable. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but I'll tell you what, uh, uh, even during the uh, first interaction that I've had with uh, Dr. Parthasarthi, she was extremely clear about uh, what she wants from the paper and uh, what the board wants from the paper. And she asked me for my views too. So it's not as if there is some dictatorial stance that uh, everybody's taken out here that, you know, what she wants is what the final... See, as, as as the editor, of course, she's got the right to uh, to to decide finally, you know, what goes and what not. That that's that's the right that every editor has, and she's also the on the board. So, so will you accept a gay matrimonial ad in the? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was great, in, by the in way. Midday, yes. In midday, it was a different uh, matter altogether because see, midday is a small paper, so uh, the kind of decision making that was taking place in midday, there, there were very few people who are in the who are in the loop and. Uh, clearly, uh, you know, if I had said yes to the gay matrimonial ad, you know, they took it. Now, later on, uh, you know, when I quit, they refused another ad. So, um, I, I don't know whether, you know, so in, in that sense, whether my opinion, uh, you know, uh, would matter here in the last week that I was there. Obviously, you know, I was quitting, so obviously they did not think of asking me for any opinion. Yeah, I just, but to, you are, but to just to, sort of, to tell our viewers, yeah. uh, those of you who don't know, you know, you can read the link, the story that uh, Midday carried a matrimonial ad for uh, a gay individual and they got a lot of thumbs up for that. Well done, Sachin. And then I think after Sachin quit, they refused one. So yeah, that's the background of for those who don't understand. Sorry, Anand. Yeah, sorry, no, I'm just saying, but Sachin, you will have uh, a canteen that serves both veg and non-veg food, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, even, in, even in midday, I used to get my own dabba from home, so it really does not uh, matter to me. But uh, 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 whether it's going to serve non-veg food or vegetarian food, I say yesterday was my first day, so I must tell you that I haven't ventured into the canteen yet. But, uh, you know, the, the whole day has been spent in interviews and... Uh, so, yeah, so let me just find out, you know, what, what they have. And do let us know how yeah, the I menu is. Definitely, okay, definitely. so I'll quickly go over all the stuff that made the news and uh, everyone can share their views on it. There was a cancellation of the Ghulam Ali's concert in Mumbai and the AAP government has extended invitation that you come and perform here. Meanwhile, Mamta Di has also said that you come and perform in Kolkata, so Ghulam Ali's suddenly in demand. Uh, although I personally don't think Mamta Di or Arvind have ever heard him. Uh, but then reactions to the lynching at Dadri that played out all of last week. This story has actually captured headlines for like two or three weeks now. Uh, it just refuses to die down. Uh, then the scroll piece on the uh, the journalist who was detained in the police station, I thought that was very alarming. Uh, then there's another uh, case of violence involving an Indian maid in Saudi Arabia where her hand was chopped off. Not hand, Shocking. her arm from here. The whole arm, you see really? the picture. I, I it's chopped the picture. from the shoulder down. 
Oh dear God! And in fact, uh, uh, Sushma Swaraj has tweeted, and uh, well, good on her. It's 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 a it's a very firm tweet. I hope they follow this up. Uh, then there were the Bihar elections that have dominated uh, news. We'll get Abhishek's view on that since he knows a lot about that. Then the Nobel Prize in Literature went to someone from Belarus, an author called Svetlana Alexievich. 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 And why this is uh, special? It's because the first time a writer who has never written fiction. has got the nobel she is well known for war reportage uh, then arvin kejriwal just sacked a minister live on air that was quite an event uh, and uh, yeah and anything else that people want to talk about you're most welcome and of course two things that i just wanted everybody's quick view was general hoon has written a book where he has said that during rajiv gandhi's time there was uh, possibly a coup being planned by the the general generals And Sorry, who's written? Shekhar Gupta has written a book. <laughs> <laughs> no, That's a Hoon. good one, General Hoon. Oh, General Hoon. Sorry. All the untold truth, and uh, it has been completely dismissed by other army chiefs. So, uh, why don't Abhishek or Anup start? You haven't spoken yet. What do you want to start with? The Nobel Prize in uh, nonfiction. <laughs> okay, go for it. I I have no views on that. So please. <laughs> I think it's quite interesting. That it took so long for a journalistic work. Uh, uh, I mean, for a journalist to win a Nobel Prize. Uh, but uh, some very interesting uh, murmurs that have been going around the story. So uh, a section of the press uh, has said uh, that the story was because she's. I mean, this woman is known to be very strongly anti-USSR. And uh, she's criticized. She's uh, called uh, Hitler. Uh, uh, she's called uh, uh, Putin a, a dictator and a fascist. And I um, mean, she's written a lot against her. So, uh, so uh, a certain. I mean, the, the Russian media claims that uh, you know this is an American way of you know showing. Uh, yeah. But uh, the Nobel Committee committee says that uh, the Nobel Prize is awarded in spite of your politics and not because of your politics. Which I think is a rather interesting line. Rather, I mean, I mean, I don't. I'm not quite comfortable when the Nobel Prize. You know, I mean, I mean, I suppose lit, a lot of literature is about politics, and to say, you know, I mean, uh, your politics does not matter. It's 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 a strange thing to say. I think. I mean, I mean, you so can't. It's just not true. Yeah. Because uh, first of all, there have been many journalists um, who've written in the same genre of literary journalism. war reporting as well as all uh, uh, so you think she was secret reporting i think i think it is bec- largely because she's a dissident and i think that that point is made that it is because she's anti putin that uh, she got this award because her work is uh, fantastic but it's not a body of work like six books or something like that and if you look at other people who've written 40 books <coughs> or 30 books and in the same genre Maybe Americans and you know it's it's. But so but but but, but that, I, I think that's also is. because like for example, if you speak of say Hemingway, so Hemingway did cover war and he wrote you know he churned out some prolific nonfiction. But maybe he was better at fiction. The same goes uh, same is true also of Naipaul. He wrote some he churned out like a dozen dozens of quality nonfiction. Mm-hmm. But maybe you know uh, his fiction was better than nonfiction that he got Nobel. You know and they specifically mentioned in both Hemingway's case. or marquez's case or napoles case a, a book like in uh, napoles case they mentioned uh, a house for mr biswas or you know in uh, hemingway's case it was a, that thin book called old man. old man and the sea but i think in locating it in a historical context i think i completely i agree with with both of you for no, i i i'm not i don't know yeah, yeah. i hope it's for it's for the quality of writing but and yeah, not yeah, for yeah, the politics locating it in a historical i think it's for the politics because when you look at her body of work And you compare it to all the other jo- literary journalists, uh, 
But she had, who had done she, far more work. But she also has a huge fan following, Madhu. Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. Know. But then there are other fa uh, other writers who have huge fan followings. Okay. I mean, look at Hannah Arendt. Chetan Bhagat. <laughs> <laughs> the kind of following that she has is like a cult, and she was the first one to report on the on the Nuremberg trials. She wrote a book out of it, uh, the banality of uh, evil. And she create, she brought, in fact, uh, something which is far more worthy, I think, of a Nobel Prize, which is she brought ideology, philosophy to journalism. Yeah, but it was not entirely unexpected. I think last year, exactly like on 10th of October last year, a senior staff writer from New Yorker, this guy called Philip Gorevich, who, who, who uh, yeah, who's, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's also been a war correspondent for most of his life. So he wrote a piece last year exactly at the same time as to why this woman should get a Nobel what do you, Prize. What do you think, Sachin? Are you, you have you on this? Are you, you, you got a no, take? No, actually, to be honest, I have not been following uh, this particular journalist's work. So I, I won't be able to add any value to anything. Okay, that we can move on to the Anand, your yeah, views. Yeah, but I just want to say on you know one aspect. I think Arunab is quite right. But one person who missed out, I think sadly because uh, I think he, he passed away and Nobel Prizes cannot be given posthumously, mm -hmm was in my estimate probably the greatest writer, journalist writer and non-fiction writer was uh, Rizyad uh, Yes, he was a writer. pioneer yeah. in that style of journalism. 27 the crews. Personal, I mean, and, you can uh, talk about new oh. journalism with Tom Wolfe and, and uh, uh, Joan Didion and all that slouching towards Bethlehem and all that, but that was very different yeah. to what I think I can never pronounce his word. How do you pronounce his surname? Kapuchinsky. Kapuchinsky. I mean, he was a pioneer. He brought. Why do you think he didn't get it, though? He died. Politics. No, also no, politics. No, but he was alive. Polish. Uh, well, Polish. I mean, you know, he was politics. not that old. Do you think had he been American, he would have got it? No. Well, this was yeah. I I don't think he was. You know, I think you have to be a little more noisy. If yes, you know what I mean. There was a campaign against him, like there was like a campaign against Milan uh, Kundera also. Mm. That many people said that he made up his some of his. Yeah, there's a big controversy there that was it was that it was uh, made. Although I like when the campaign, I always like to take this Babat Jagdish Bhagwati. Every time the Nobel happens, there's this rumor floated that. Jagdish Bhagwati is in the running and it's been happening since <laughs> I was four, four, 20 years. The last 15 years he I've been hearing and I believe he floats it himself. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I'm also in the running. Okay, let's move on to the next. So, uh, Sachin... Uh, I have a you know, small point to make on the Nobel thing. Right. Uh, not particularly in literature, but, but there have been, you know, notable exceptions or notable exclusions rather uh, in almost all, uh, uh, all uh, you know, categories of the Nobel. So, it's, uh, you know, the fact that the Nobel Committee decided to honor a journalist uh, this year uh, was actually maybe uh, maybe a, a real forward thinking in terms of uh, accepting journalism as uh, as maybe a you know part of uh, part of literature itself. That's true, actually. That's um, and I think journalists. I hope it is that. I everyone hopes it's that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think journalists are more relevant today than they've been ever before. But Absolutely. she's and not known for her writing style. She's known the, for the subjects uh, she. Print or television. I mean, th these days. You have to be a journalist across across mediums. I mean, we we yeah. talk about uh, that as a cliche, uh, almost. But the fact is that you know you have to adapt to new uh, mediums, just as the radio journalist had to adapt to television, and the television journalist had to adapt to uh, the internet. So uh, clearly, you know, uh, this is this is a significant step forward. I think. Uh, you know, one of the things that I was really disappointed about was the, was the physics Nobel, where I really thought it was. High time that Vera Rubin 
uh, got a got a Nobel for her work, uh, uh, which which pioneered uh, you know galactic rotation rates, and that's how, that's how you know the the whole mat the whole dark matter thing was uh, was discovered in the first place. Yeah, but Sachin, I mean, when you talk about bias. Let's also not forget that you know Babu there is, never got the there Nobel. Is, I mean, the I mean, most famous Ra example, yeah, of course, I, was that. But that's, I mean, if, if we that's come to open science, bias. Yeah, but uh, if we come to science, I think the, to the greatest King. Indian scientist, greatest scientist, I would say, never to have gotten a Nobel Prize, and he should have got three Nobel Prizes. Was Professor G. N. Ramachandran yeah. for Ramachandran Phi plot for tomography, and uh, for the collagen triple helical structure. And do you think he didn't because he was Indian? I I I'm. Inclined to believe. And look at the I'm ones who got Nixon, Kissinger, yes. Obama. Ah, Kissinger got Give me a break. Yeah. So, chalo, so uh, take let's it with a pinch of salt. Kissinger, <laughs> well, you know, uh, yeah. he should be held for uh, war crimes. War yeah. crimes. Yeah. So, Sachin, what do you want to go with? What do you think was? Uh, you want to start with your city? What's happening with Ghulam Ali? Uh, you, were you satisfied with the coverage it got in our mainstream media? See, you yeah, keep saying was, mainstream yeah, media yeah, is Delhi-centric. No, Bombay-dominated headlines. Yeah. But you know, I uh, you know I uh, I want to do something on a personal note. You know, just about four months ago, five months ago, I tweeted that uh, Mr. Aditya Thakre and Audhya Thakre are turning into liberals. Uh, I want to take back that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hang on, I, before I, you delete, then let me take a screenshot. Of <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, so you know, I I there was a there was some movement uh, in in within the Shiv Sena. Uh, in in Mumbai and as well as in the other areas of Maharashtra where they dominate, uh, to turn into a slightly liberal uh, you know point of view on on various issues, especially not because they want to be, but perhaps as an opposition to the BJP, uh, because there is no greater opposition to the BJP than the Shiv Sena, uh, which is which is their uh, uh, you know coalition partner in in government here. So I had really thought that uh, you know that would make them you know far more liberal. Or rather, not far more, but 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 turn liberal. But uh, obviously, that has not been the case. Uh, but I, Sachin, I, I, I mean, their their outpourings during the Jain uh, controversy made it very apparent. You know, if not for the yes. Gulam Ali thing, that you know they are as far removed from. I mean, they know as much about liberalism as probably Einstein's cook knew about theory of relativity. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, you know, during the Jain uh, you know agitation as well. I mean, they. They did reprehensible things like, you know, cook chicken in front of a Jain uh, uh, temple. Uh, of course, that was not the Shiv Sena at that time. It was the MNS, I think. But, but they have been doing these things to remain uh, what I feel is, you know, to remain relevant uh, within their uh, within their vote bank or constituency. Uh, many of the people uh, who support the Shiv Sena have been uh, kind of murmuring that, you know, have they been moving away? Has the part is the party moving away from? Their core beliefs, their core constituency, only because they want to oppose the BJP, and they want to keep BJP uh, on on its toes. Uh, look at the kind of opposition that uh, Devendra Fadnavis has been getting from uh, from uh, the Shiv Sena uh, ministers of state. I mean, not there are not many cabinet ministers in the in the in the government. But Sachin, that, sorry uh, to in interrupt you. Yeah. Uh, so, do you think uh, the fact that you know Shiv Sena has decided to contest all 243 seats in Bihar? And then yesterday in Hindu itself, I read a report that, you know, they said in Bihar, may we are not very ready, uh, but in UP, we are definitely going to contest on all the scenes. So do you think it's a way of somehow competing with the BJP in the two oh, major... It's the same thing in, that is happening in a small, well, not really small, but uh, the Kalyan uh, Dombivli Municipal Corporation elections, uh, <coughs> which are due now, uh, where uh, the, the Shiv Sena and the BJP have decided to go alone, which has actually prompted the Congress and the NCP to come together. 
Sorry, did I, uh, Abhishek, hear you right? Shiv Sena is contesting 200 seats in Bihar. Yeah, yeah, all to two four seats. No, yeah, yeah. it's so funny I mean, because after the Bihar, you see, brothers, who Peter Parker? Surat, where did he come from? No, and I'm just wondering, so, which yeah. mood is he? Mia, which mood is he? Are you Mithai Mangal? We are so peat peat. So, and they are saying we are going to prepare in advance for the UP. They are saying Bihar, we have not had time. We just, you know, announced two months in advance, but in UP, we are, you know, going to prepare strategies. Cab drivers, they beat up. They should take them back. So, now you are our mascots. Look, प्यार में थोड़ी मारपीट चलती रहती है। So yeah, you know, I just had a view on what Sachin was saying about them becoming liberal. I think you know the fundamentals of why you were formed. There has to be some really major revolutionary movement in your party for that to change. Because you know, like for example, even in the West, you see like the the teabaggers who were considered the nuts. They pretty much took over the Republican Party. I mean, they could nix a Republican you know, nominee's chances by the noise they made, everyone had to, even the moderate Republicans, had to move further and further right because they were setting the agenda. Shiv Sena's, that is their DNA. So today, suddenly, you know, what is a moderate Shiv Sena? Then it's not the Shiv Sena. Similarly, I think <clears throat> a lot of people are saying, why doesn't the PM speak on Dadri with the loonies making those statements? I think even if he wants to, well, he has now. Yeah, he has now. But, but again, it's, it's yeah. There's it's a, a pattern. <coughs> like, every time something happens, he speaks out after 10 days. And also, what well, the president has said, he also, he kind of makes it, yeah. he doesn't take it because he covered it, he took shelter from the president. President, yeah. Rather than dealing with it head on. Because but you he can't. did say, do you want to fight poverty or do you want to fight Muslims? Do you want to fight poverty or do you want to fight Hindus? But the fact is that what my biggest despair is that the message that he's giving doesn't seem to be percolating down the line at all to any of his followers or his ministers or any of the party. They're all on this highly aggressive hate trip. Because, I mean, I think that you cannot, if the base drives the party, and that is, you, you see everywhere, you know, the whole anti-intellectualism that actually earlier the uh, India Against Corruption was was accused of, you know, the, uh, that uh, these intellectuals, like, Today, if you have read three books, you are intellectuals. It's a good thing to read books. It's not great to be an idiot. But you know, just the, the overall language of why Pushpak Hamne invent kiya, the anti-intellectualism, that is driving what the narrative is. And I don't think you can condemn that publicly. It is politically not smart. Like no matter what Mayavati does, her base is her base. You know, Congress, no matter what they do, their base will be their base, which is all over the place now. No, but, but Abhinandan, when you talk about Mayavati saying a base is base, I mean, she was thrashed in the previous election. Yeah. So she, I mean, you know, her base did not vote for her. No, her base may have voted for, but whatever she does, may or may not, she will not say anything to, to uh, alienate them. What I'm saying is because they are the only loyal ones, even if they're in a sliver of the overall. Uh, Abhinandan, if I may uh, yeah. uh, say a couple of uh, sentences. Uh, while I agree with you that, you know, she, you know, the Prime Minister should not, and I'm talking of Modi as a Prime Minister, not Modi as a BJP person, right? Mm -hmm. So Modi as a Prime Minister should not intervene or, you know, give a statement where these loonies are doing, uh, you know, uh, organizing seminars over the Pushpak Vimana or whatever. I, I agree there. But on the other hand, where there is a serious law and order issue uh, involved, then Modi as a Prime Minister, forget us, forget BJP, he's the BJP uh, leader. But Modi as a Prime Minister, just as uh, Barack Obama did when the, uh, when the US Air Force bombed uh, a Medicine Sans Frontier uh, you know, hospital in Afghanistan, 
came immediately and uh, and apologized for it but of course in this case modi does not owe an apology but he should at least as a prime minister uh, come and uh, you know soothe nerves so that uh, uh, there's message there's a message that goes to the indian uh, public yes but sachin i have two points you know in fact what abhinandan was saying if i can make those two points i think uh, the prime minister should you know this soothing soothing the nerves is a bit of a bunkum because anybody can soothe nerves i mean we have you know the president of india saying we must remain true to the core values of our civilization on the basis of this the you know the prime minister said oh listen to pranab pranab mukherjee was the same guy who vehemently supported the emergency was a minister in emergency and did not believe that bofors was a scandal and now he's saying that we must remain true to the core values so you know soothing and nerves 84, is one thing 84 he was also quiet on that yeah he was quiet on that right now i i don't want my prime minister okay i want him to soothe nerves but i want him to sack people i mean he is the leader he is i see him as a ceo so when when you see his uh, you know bjp thugs in the jnk assembly beating taking to violence i see no reason why i mean i am not satisfied with the prime minister saying oh ignore them don't listen to them if modi also says such things does such thing ignore him i'm sorry sack them that is the biggest so that's the point he is trying to make modi is never going to eliminate that core constituency of his that that core constituency is what carried modi today is so I mean, after, huge sorry go ahead after he apologized i think i mean uh, this bjp mla trashed a uh, trashed an mla in, uh, in 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 shrinagar so i mean and i mean so i mean that's direct i mean they are bjp mlas and you know i mean you have to he is never going to say anything against them because that's the core constituency the, fr- the fringe i'm sorry so to say so he is walking a very delicate line where he wants to keep the the loonies also at base because that's his support that's and his most loyal support yeah, they carry also him to knows, yeah but he problem. also knows that he can't move india forward if this kind of thing exactly. happens exactly it's a tricky one so and not very in fact today's mint cartoon or was it yesterday was just absolutely brilliant we have modi on a chariot and on the left hand side we have this make in india lion and modi is trying to whip it to move forward and the other side is this cow with all you know the saffron sun <laughs> sadhu trying to take him in the other direction that's the point that's really the point yeah, yeah, shake you saying n- not very surprisingly it hasn't mattered much as, as you were also saying Gir- now someone like giriraj singh yeah. or someone like yogi adityanath thankfully he hasn't made <laughs> said something on this no, issue no but he's 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 actually said that i'm prepared to give guns or something he yeah, yeah. said we yeah, should yeah, arm he, the guns yeah, to the hindus to arm in that village but like yeah i mean he, he's been all in village if the report is correct the village had a meeting and the head of the village the panchayat they res- passed a resolution and uh, uh, the whole community agreed they sent a message to the police not to allow any politicians in anymore yeah. they said we want to live in peace not and, a bad idea actually and apparently all of them and there have been in all fairness to the media i have seen actually on times now uh, which was a surprise uh, there was a reporter who interviewed a bjp uh, mla over there and he's condemned the killing there was a shiv sena guy over there who condemned the killing and uh, but then the guys who get more screen space are the detenas and the soms uh, that so- may be so but you see the thing is that <coughs> it's for modi to decide who he is going to encourage he doesn't ha- he won't lose his base if he keeps people like there are people in the bjp who don't believe in in uh, killing almost yeah but i think the base is the most loyal and he will not do anything to piss off the base i i'll i'll bet money on it you cannot 
and it, the so other one is his base them. all anti-Muslim? Are they all? Oh, the, the, his base is the kind hungry. of people the FIRs are filed against. I mean, those kind. Of, that is his base. Those are the people who have his DPs. Likes of Tajinder Bagga. But at the same time, he's uh, you know he's been taking Praveen Togadia to task as well. So I don't know mm-hmm. what okay, is. That's the, a personal enemy. Yeah, that's yeah, a personal enemy. That's not an ideological. That's not ideological. But if he were to publicly, you know, t- uh, dress down Som or Adityanath. I mean, that would be political suicide, according to me. So, I don't think he'll do it. You think so? I think then he's a weak leader. Because Easily. I, I if mean, if he doesn't do that, in my a, eyes... If he was a strong leader, he should be able to do it and survive. Also, uh, sorry. Also, we'll definitely come to Bihar later. But I never understood why BJP did not declare Sushil Modi as its Bihar candidate. I think he's, he's been the face of the party for close to two decades. And a super efficient leader... He's um, a liberal and a moderate leader and, and a great person. Like, I have personally interacted with him on one or two occasions. I always thought he was a natural choice for the BJP. And I, I do not know why <laughs> the high command in Delhi didn't bother to declare and the By the way, this is the is same it? party that was castigating the UPA mm-hmm. for not declaring its prime ministerial candidate. <laughs> Sachin, what, what, what do you read there? Any closing remarks Bihar? on this subject? Then on this subject before we move on to the next? Uh, no, I have... No, I haven't actually. To be honest, I haven't studied Bihar uh, so well, mm. but I but I think that I you know going by what the uh, news reports from uh, Patna and and the rest of the regions saying, and and uh, and the and the, and the political surveys, I am not very certain whether the political uh, the 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 surveys are capturing the an accurate picture of what is happening there. Um, I think it's it'll be too close to call at least. Uh, from the way, uh, from the way that I've heard from the people on the ground there, but also I must confess that I'm not, I'm not so tuned into Bihar that I've got so many sources to uh, get news from there. Such uh, an is it? People that I've spoken to have said that it's too close to call, and it's not like BJP all the way, you know. Uh, Sachin, is it that in uh, you'd say that in Mumbai, in Maharashtra, there's always been this accusation about the South and Maharashtra that you guys are not interested in the rest of the nation. Bihar uh, politics, Delhi politics. Sorry, does, it, uh, does it not grab you like like in today Delhi is obsessed with this subject? No, I was saying that you know in in Mumbai and Maharashtra, uh, uh, Bihar is not really top of mind. Um, primarily because you know you know Maharashtra is dealing with its own uh, you know Mumbai especially has been dealing with its own issues of drought, uh, its own issues of uh, bankruptcy of the government so much so that uh, large part of government is now non you know not staffed. By by, uh, by uh, you know bureaucrats or even uh, officers, uh, and that has affected the day-to-day workings of the government. Uh, and and it you know the uh, large part of the uh, the budget that the Maharashtra government has had uh, has been transferred uh, very rightly so uh, to to drought uh, not re- uh, eradication but drought or rehabilitation. Um, then there are issues of infrastructure in Mumbai, etc. So the but that's true for, I think, everywhere in the country. But true. I think what Madhu's trying to say is, I remember we did a story when I was at News Track mm-hmm. on this whole, Funny. there was such a fun story, Bombay versus Delhi, that, you know, perennial debate. Yeah. And I remember, and I think Madhu, uh, th- that News Track story uh, played a lot on Sanjay Dath, who was at that time this major star, the Bombay. And uh, his bite was played up a lot, where it was that he says... Uh, 
She says, you know, Mumbai has a certain sophistication and Delhi is just full of these fat men with hairy chests and gold chains and next to her was sitting Mahesh Jitmalani <laughs> with a very hairy chest. <laughs> I was like, Mia, aapne gire baan mein jaan ke dekho. And then one, one guy said, uh, from Delhi, he said, we've got Neemrana. What have they got? Some... Lona wala. That's a great story. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, <coughs> but, uh, you know, sorry, before... Okay, just one mm, more yeah. st- little story, um, be, which is not journalistic, but I think it shows the cultural difference, that we were at a dinner, and a woman who, a socialite, who had just moved to Delhi, so I like, you know, sort of, a little bit of playing and probing, so I said, so, how do you find Delhi? How are you adjusting to... So she was started, held forth and everything, then I said, so what is the difference you see between Delhi women and Bombay women. She says, in Delhi, women are just, just don't look groomed. They don't look well-groomed. In Bombay, everybody is well-groomed. So my daughter, who was at that time in Bangalore Law School, so she said, but auntie, maybe we don't want to spend our whole day at the beauty parlor. We have better things to do. Ouch. So <laughs> you didn't say bete as any bath kar. No, I said shabash beta. Because I'm going to I said shabash beta. That's not true. What isn't? I mean, Delhi, Delhi women. Delhi women are much more groomed and much more about about how they look. Really? Yeah. I don't know. If you're Abhishek, overgroomed, yeah, you're trying to think. Let the youngsters join. By, by some amazing Ma- coincidence, Arunab has finally been meeting the right kind of. <laughs> no, but 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 my friends from Bangalore and Madras definitely think that uh, Delhi women spend a lot of time dressing up and you know generally. Really. But they do, I mean, like one round round different. They spend a lot of time dressing down people as well. I mean, I speak from personal experience. No, I think there's, a, I don't know, there are groups in every city of, of, the, of the kind. But I think there is in Delhi, there is definitely a snobbish, shabby chic, which we're proud of. And uh, in Mumbai, that is almost minuscule. Every city has that, actually. Any views, uh, Sachin? You're the only Mumbai person here. Where are you from, actually? Are you, you've always been in Mumbai? Or? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was born in Mumbai, but my ancestry is uh, from Karnataka. Okay, so uh, any inputs on what everyone's saying here? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree with uh, Madhu a lot, uh, primarily because, uh, you know, see, every, every city will have its own, uh, you know, way of thinking. Their attitudes are different. Their attitude towards, uh, you know, issues are different. So, like I said, you know, Delhi may be insular in some other way, but Mumbai is insular towards a lot of things, including politics. Mm-hmm. So, including national politics, that is. Now, because of uh, Twitter and, you know, the Facebook and the outrage that, that is generated there, uh, so there is, it, it, it does become, uh, you know, a talking point in, uh, in many family gatherings in the city, but it does not dominate the discussion. Uh, the domination, uh, the, 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 the dominant uh, point will always be, oh, why hasn't it rained? Um, you know, what are the things that are happening in my coastal road? Why is the metro not running from uh, this end to the other end? Uh, you know, so the... the, the uh, uh, Mumbai is an island unto itself. No, yeah, you know, just to give you an example, so, uh, so about the, a time... The talking points are completely different. 
than uh, than Delhi, which is why uh, you know even the uh, the news channels, the regional news channels of uh, TV news channels in in Mumbai and Maharashtra, uh, focus on um, you know there's a great amount of focus on human interest stories and and uh, issues that that civic issues and issues that concern the uh, the person on the street rather than national politics. Uh, you know, to talk about a time where uh, when most of you were not born. Uh, one is in 1970, during the 1971 war, uh, the Indo-Pak war. In Delhi, we had, um, not 71, the war before that. 65. 65. In the war, 1965, uh, I was in college in Delhi. And at that time, we had to paper our windows because we were, and there were air raid sirens, there were rehearsals on what, how to behave if there was an, uh, if there was a, uh, an, an air raid or a bombing. And Delhi was totally geared into living as a, in a war city. There was rationing and we were very conscious of how we spent. My father cycled to work to save, save petrol from diplomatic enclave to Connaught Place, you know, all that kind of thing. You flew to Bombay, nothing, there was no... Body. <laughs> they had no idea there was a war on. No, you know, all, but and my, the same in Chennai. The South had no idea there was a war. Emergency, in, during the emergency, nobody, we used to not talk in living rooms in private homes because your, what you said, your opinion could be carried and you could be raided or arrested the next day. Chennai, Bobby, what are you guys Party. worried about? It you really know, was. It's, it's a complete, complete, uh, you know, you could see such a difference if you happen to travel to the South or to Maharashtra at that time. It was shocking that we actually in Delhi live like in another country. Yeah. I mean, funny you say that, but you know, there's, there's a famous author called Robert Graves who wrote I, Claudius, and you know, he wrote, he wrote a very beautiful non-fiction book on the World War, Goodbye, Goodbye to All That. So there he says, you know, in the, the First World War was actually a war of trenches. So you would have the English people in the trenches and then this thing. And over weekends, uh, uh, you know, they would simply get up from their trenches and move to London where you had the nightlife and things of that sort, and you know, absolutely what removed. A civilized war. Yes, and then on Monday they would get back to the trenches the and you know, die in millions. They blow the bugle now. Wow. War has begun. Now it's on. But those, I guess, times. But you know, I just I just remember during the India against corruption movement. Uh, I remember when the you know Anna was went back to Raligaon, Delhi, and then there was a meeting saying that the next protest will be in Bombay. I remember I told everyone who was taking the decision, I said, Beta, agar bhi aa jai na, you change my name. <laughs> no one will give a rat's ass whether he's sitting on fast. No, so they that's, don't come and out that's what happened. No, they don't come out to vote. When huh? the first uh, speech uh, was held, there were hardly 3,000 people there. Yeah, I, I was saying, no, I know, aa you look at the voting numbers, you look at the voting numbers, yeah. they're abysmally low, but when the Mumbai siege was going on yeah. at the Taj Hotel and at uh, Trident, there were hordes of crowd because tamasha dekhna. Yeah, but I think regardless yeah, of their own safety, but tamasha zarur dekhna. But there's one question that has propped up in my mind just now. Uh, Sachin, you've obviously seen, uh, probably seen Jerry Maguire the film. Yes, that's right. So are you uh, are you going to poach anyone from midday over to Hindu? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'll tell Be you. Be honest what, now. Uh, honestly, uh, you know the the people at Dainik Jagran treated me really well during my four and a half years, and and they gave me a lot of independence, which made midday. Uh, the way it was uh, in the last three to four years, but uh, and while while I left, the first question that the board of directors asked me, or rather one of the directors asked me, is uh, how many people are coming with you. <laughs> so, so, so I, I I told him that you know as as till the time I am with Midday, I am not going to ask anyone. 
uh, which I didn't. I mean, I didn't ask a single person uh, in the last 30 days of my notice period. I didn't ask anyone to uh, to come with me and join. But now it's different. <laughs> yeah, now it's different. But actually, uh, as it happened, uh, without my knowledge, a lot of people did approach the Hindu directly, um, you know, without telling me because I was not asking them and they were feeling awkward to come to me. So, uh, yes, I mean, that's... So this I is always ask, a tricky one. I think, you know, always... No, but I want to ask Madhu this because, you know, there's a lot of close association that people form with editors and, you know, it's almost like a team. Mm -hmm. So when one person goes... When IBN was formed, so right. half of them went yeah. with... Uh, I think that's why natural, things yeah. with, you know... Well, it depends on how uh, the owners or the editors react. I know, f uh, in my experience, uh, my brother Arun when somebody poached him or whatever, he, for him, he just shrugged his shoulders, you know, he, he didn't care. It's part of the care. deal, exactly. He did not care at all. He, he didn't, he, there was no bleeding on his part. But I know people who take it very personally. Yeah. No, actually, what happened in my case was that uh, I am very fond of the, uh, the Gupta family and uh, they are seemingly very fond of me. So I did not want to betray that trust, honestly. Uh, that is that is what, so for the last 30 days, like I pointed out, I did not ask... Uh, single person from from my team at midday to uh, uh, to to come with me or I didn't even ask them whether they want to apply so but just don't approach anyone from news laundry because we take no prisoners <laughs> yeah, so you'll be found at the at Godi, but, but Bombay ki Godi yeah, it's such a huge team to relocate to, uh, to, to Mumbai it's such a huge team. Clothesline couldn't be uh, recorded today because our team of one had to leave. Yeah. So, so therefore, we had people, no one, no producer. People click on our page to keep news free, support yeah. news laundry. Our team needs to grow. Okay, moving on quickly to the next uh, two things that I thought. And were if great. anybody wants to come in intern, please come. Yeah, please. Interns are welcome. I thought two. I saw two first this week. I don't know if anybody else saw this. Um, you know when this whole beef, uh, this thing was happening. Uh, Abhinandan, I'm very sorry to interrupt you. Can this be the last segment when I'm there? Because I have a uh, sure, sure, sure. interview lined up. Lined up. Yeah, right. Uh, so With some mid-day employees, uh, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> there are about four people waiting for me outside. So uh, if, if you can excuse me after this segment, I'll be really grateful. Okay, sure. After this. So why don't you go first and we can relieve you. I just saw something for the first time. I saw Shazia Elmi. You know, I'm going to say something nice about her. She, as BJP spokespersons, condemned Sangeet Som and uh, that other loony, the saffron loony. And after that, that other specky with a very shrill voice of the SP, Samajwadi Party, mm -hmm. Gaurav Bhatia, uh, he condemned Azam Khan. Mm. And I had never seen a party spokesperson saying what they said was wrong. And we, you know, and I thought more party spokies should do this. I thought no, that was no, great. they do that all the time. Like Congress party members are dumping on Sashi Tharoor because it's no, no, internal no, politics. No, that so somebody said something wrong, usko machodo ab. No, no, I think that's different. That is because everyone wanted to suck You're being very ideological. Uh, very, more, you know. yeah. What do you think, Sachin? Uh, 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 I think that every party has convenient targets where the spokesperson can, uh, you know, can condemn or can criticize or whatever they want to do. Uh, I think in this case, you know, maybe Sangeet Som is, is maybe one of those convenient targets. I'm not very sure. But, uh, you know, this, this, this uh, beef man, I know for a fact that even the murmurs within the, uh, the BJP uh, in, in the city of Mumbai, uh, they were completely uh, flabbergasted by the reaction uh, of, uh, you know, about, uh, and, and really shocked. I mean, they were genuinely shocked at what has happened at Dadri. And uh, they said that they, it should not have come to this. We are extremely close to our, uh, our core beliefs about vegetarianism or, uh, or even cow slaughter, but we did not expect uh, this to happen. 
And of course, then the uh, discussion moved towards how Samajwadi Party is making the whole of UP lawless and whatnot. So the the, the blame has kind of you know uh, you know gone from SP to BJP and back to you know back and forth. But the I think that there has been a, there is a section of people at least in Mumbai the people that I've spoken to. Uh, which is which is genuinely shocked about what has happened. So I'm not really surprised that Shazia Elmi, uh, you know, chose to condemn because it could be that uh, you know th there is a, a, the the party itself uh, needs to be seen as uh, as as taking a stand uh, on 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 certain things and um, maybe this was part of the uh, larger game plan. But uh, uh, good that she did it. Uh, yeah, I think. I, I don't. I don't. I don't recall any other incident where. Sambit Patra has come on uh, any TV channel. Or no, at the uh, same time, Sambit was on another channel defending that position. Yeah, yeah. So, exactly. so it was so, happening together. Yeah. I, sa I said, let me see. Maybe that's, you know, because uh, things are sent out to all the parties that today we will say. Exactly. So she was an outlier because Sambit Patra was yeah. defending what they were saying. Yeah. So, so I think, it's a, I think it's, a, uh, it's a brave move. I think it was the right move. But like I said, you know, it, uh, it needs to be balanced with what the leadership majority does. of the party is saying. The large majority of the party does not agree with uh, what Shah Elmi is, uh, is, is saying. Okay, thanks so much, Sachin. Pleasure having you. Thank you very uh, much. Thank you, Sachin. Thank you, Madhu. Thank you, Anand. Thank you, Abhishek. All the best. Okay, bye. Hanji, what do you think uh, before we move on to the next? Madhu thinks this has happened before. Azam Khan ko kaun SP? Kiski himmat hai Azam Khan ko? Amar Singh ne nahi bola tha. Samajwadi party mein rehna hai, to Azam Azam khena hai. Ah, wo to sab thik hai, but I think there is always a play that when somebody, one uh, uh, party member makes an ass of himself, there are enough other party members who will gloat on it and you know pass try to create an atmosphere that the guy is wrong corner him when he's in trouble that's all part of it but i i remember i mean i i watched that for a bit um before i and politics has and changed I, since then i enjoyed uh, i mean i like what shazia did yeah so I don't know whether for how long will she be a spokesperson of BJP. Yeah, that's what even I was thinking. I think, <laughs> she, I think she spoke out of turn. I, don't, I think she went against party line. Because I purposely checked other channels to see... No, but Arun Jetli has also condemned it. But he did that one-line condemnation there. I'm saying, pure ek aadhe ghande baith ke debate karna. Anyone else has anything to say? So it's not against the party line. Because Arun Jetli's party line is that they condemned it. On a different uh, but related note, so, OAC condemned uh, Azam Khan's decision of writing a, the letter to the UN. Mm. You know, he wrote now, OAC is worth discussing. Yes. Mm. So there uh, is a change in that man. Yes. yes that yes. from this rabid loony... Uh, I think you a, 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 a lot of his brothers he's now, a rabid loony always. No, no, no. He, if you listen to his remarks earlier and on television shows, he's always the rabid loony getting crazy and all that. Ever since he decided to run for all this, uh, election and this and that, he's become really actually more moderate and yeah. careful in what he says. Yeah, he, he said that, you know, it's unpatriotic. Your constitution already yeah. had many so provisions for minorities. Awasi. So it's idiotic to write to UN for such issues. And Mohan Guru Swami had an interesting piece uh, today in, in, I think, in Delhi or, or somewhere. Uh, uh, Saying, you know, uh, Ajam Khan's brand of politics is that of a sarkar. He's being seen as people, as a sarkari Musliman, you know, someone who acts as an intermediary between the Muslims and, you know, Hindu-led political parties. So for the first time, after a long time, we have a Muslim leader uh, who is not a sarkari Musliman, you know, who has... And, you know, he's also planning to expand, of course. And this time he's contesting Bihar, he'll also contest UP. He made a dent in uh, Mumbai, in Maharashtra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And West Bengal, he, he's definitely going to contest. So a lot of my Muslim friends also think that, you know, he has that... 
pan India. Oh, so you have Muslim friends, huh? मैन who nearly you know got uh, Taslima Nasreen killed hmm. and was blatantly unrepentant about but look at that look at the extreme of where he was then yeah. and what he how he no, speaks now but he he's never apologized for it in fact he no. went so far as to say that if it if it happens again if his mlas get a chance they would do the same but thing but that was his base then now he's broadening his base but again but i think the same the logic the base like i can i mean you know i can say maybe it might i might it might be blasphemous to criticize the president i don't know the rules at all but let me do it i mean i can never respect pranab mukherjee because he, the man has never apologized for the emergency right. once you apologize it's a different thing you know you're sorry for what you did for your previous actions but We're you can't change we're not the japanese without. we don't apologize yeah. but you know what uh, anand we bend uh, down but we don't apologize what anand was saying about uh, i mean uh, this oasi a i would not you know on the basis i agree with him madhu saying i'm seeing a very different oasi but i wouldn't trust that yeah. no uh, also, the point is how can you trust it but his brother i think at the same time i think an fir has been lodged against his brother yeah, for recently that speech he made and it There's was no abhi that was of trusting him that was during the last week to agar aapka chhota bhai ye bol raha hai bhai wo aapki blessing se hi bol raha hoga na ya to aap usko publicly thappad maro No, not only that. How can a man suddenly change his views just like? Ha, why to? Unless, of course, it's Sanjay Nirupam. Because when I see him, I feel bad. I mean, I remember he used to be the most vociferous. He was Bal Thakre's lapdog. He just shoo, and he would bark at all the secular. And suddenly, he was defending Sonia Gandhi. He's been hanging with Somnath Bharti. No, it's the same with Rahul Navrekar. He was with Shiv Sena. Now he's with NCP. He's like a you know yeah. Uh, and one quick thing, a piece I want to discuss. There are two related pieces. One was that scroll journalist who was, uh, you know, the Delhi police. For so many hours, they kept him uh, with the beef party. Uh, first of all, I think it's shocking that that happens in the capital, and that they said, "Tere liye law sinners like you will not be law will not apply to you. We'll teach you a lesson." And I say this all the time. If you think delhi cops or cops are just generally fair or even close to you have never dealt with cops i don't think any indian believes that no when bassi was going at arvind a lot of indians suddenly thought cops are very wonderful people no but let me tell i mean abhinandan i you know has this story been corroborated i mean i read that thing it's just his version Right. It's not no, it's a, no, it's been corroborated. Uh, Caravan Ishan, uh, uh, one of the Caravan reporters went and interviewed the guy. He said, "Jo likhna hai likho." I don't care about. No, FIR has been lodged. If you've detained him, ya to you file an FIR. You, I mean, you can't just catch a person. Version, it's a corroborated version. It's a corroborated version, and I mean, I, I mean, I, and it is a corroborated version because there are three people saying the same thing, and, and I mean. Okay, would 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 the cops have treated him differently had he been, say, from Ajdar or from some popular have, channel? Have, Is it sure. because of you know because literally media sure. outlets are slightly obscure in terms of popularity and they are not half as popular at all? Well, I don't know, but I, I mean he had no. A that's true. Card. I I don't think they would have treated really anyone who's I mean, been on television or you know Rajdeep Sardesai or Barkha like that. No. Yeah, not they are stars. They are big stars. But yeah, I think they were. See the the thing about um, uh, you know uh, cops. And before we move back to this, did you see Rajshree, our former senior editor, Rajshree Sen's piece on the beef uh, parties? Yeah, I did. She wrote a piece that it's kind of childish to just go out and to piss you off. I'll eat beef in front of I you. I disagreed with that. 
आई यू नो आई एम एक्चुअली ऑन फेंसिड ऑन दैट बिकॉज आई सॉ द लॉजिक बिहाइंड भाई अगर आपको खाना है लाइक फॉर एग्जाम्पल शिव सेना हम जैंस के सामने जाके चिकन काटेंगे अभी क्यों मतलब आपको करना है करो नो सो व्हाट इज राजेशली प्रोवोकेटिव आई सी द लॉजिक इन दैट बट आई ऑल्सो सी द लॉजिक दैट इफ समवन पुशेस बैक द पुश बैक कम्स आई डोंट नो बट आई एम इजीएस्ट आई आई डोंट एग्री विद द होल बीफ पार्टी थिंग डू आई द पॉइंट इज इट इज द मोस्ट इजीएस्ट अर्बन मैनिफेस्टेशन ऑफ प्रोटेस्ट ईट बीफ आई मीन यू नो व्हेन व्हेन इट्स 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 मच मोर इन बीफ दिस इज नॉट जस्ट बीफ दिस इज अबाउट इन द काऊ बिकमिंग पॉलिटिकल एनिमल एंड यू नो व्हेयर and the cow become political i mean that's a great line that is a good five marks yeah if they voted let that write a piece let that be your first line uh. <laughs> no uh, also also the fact is that uh, and I that mean, would be your last piece as well by the way <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's very frivolous i think because you know uh, i mean to eat it's it's the most easy form of you know protest to eat beef so why should you get childish way of doing it i think it's childish and I, i think it doesn't amount to anything i don't think it proves any point to say we we'll eat beef in delhi you you can eat beef in delhi you know that's not the point so they're having a beef festival in kerala and they caught hold of this guy iswar yeah yeah the thrash said that either either way, you you either support our festival beef festival or you're not going to leave the campus and they beat him up hmm. but so you disagree no, I, mean, with I, this. i disagree because it's a form of protest and hmm. if it's a uh, you know if you're not hurting anybody you just uh, you know it's it's a form of protest so i mean even in fact i i'm not a particular a fan of shiv sena <laughs> god knows that but i didn't mind them going outside jain temples and doing it let them do it you know if you don't like it ignore it i mean gandhi would have ignored no it. one's saying that you put them behind bars but i'm just saying in terms of sensibility and the yeah, desire to take out you see the and the jains kept saying we didn't ask for this ban why you people we yes. don't ban things but you see that's We're the liberal thing. people when you say that one form of protest is fine the other form is in when both of them are non violent in the sense that you're not hurting anyone then you are the one who's drawing the line it's the same thing as saying that public decency public order things of that sort so i yeah so i'm actually on the fence on this and just one uh, more thing today there was a piece about you know uh, uh, in on ndtv um, on the, these bjp led groups going around threatening that if you would be if you know taking the law into their own hands Yeah, and uh, you know, two weeks back when it was Eid, I had gone to one of my friends to eat because you know I have Muslim friends. You have Muslim friends, <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Eid me kahan kelaega? So, and that time he came really late, and I said, "What happened?" He said, "At the Mehrauli, at the mosque, <clears throat> there were about a hundred cops, and there were twenty guys with you know saffron scarves around, who were saying, 'Inko yahan se inmat nikalne do, andar jaake dekho, guy cut rakhe nahi.' They were ordering cops around. They had created a bit of a ruckus there. Oh. Now that is what." you know when i was talking about jo mahol bigraya and the government has to take blame is, yeah. i in my living memory i have not seen anyone order police delhi police around if you're a civilian they will take a lot and put you in your place mm. and my friend said the acp he said what are you doing you can't let, you can't stop me from going there he, he says look i'm under a lot of pressure uh, he said how can these guys you know tell us which way to go they're not cops but no one could say anything to them that is what's happening that, that, that's the, what's this scary. goon <coughs> the rise of the goon Uh, is really a scary part uh, anyone else before we wind up anything But can i also just say mm. you know you know when both of you say you both of have muslim friends i'm sorry to but there's no such thing as a muslim friend as <laughs> swami says they're all hindus and god converted sab hindu hai ghar se bolo anyone else read or saw anything that was yeah, great i mean a bit about, about the uh, the uh, medicine nobel prize i think it was fantastic of uh, you know that uh, nobel committee gave it to you you too um who's a chinese lady who's not even a phd 
and who worked, uh, uh, you know, 30, 40 years ago on this artemisinin. She isolated this drug, anti-malarial drug, and, uh, uh, you know, from uh, the uh, Chinese alternate uh, medicine route. I think it's fantastic, and I think this, is, this should be a wake-up call for our government. Yeah. And, you know, in the 50s and 60s, India used to be very strong at natural products chemistry. You know, we would actually take plants, plant extract, and, you know, do all that uh, isolation and do it. Somehow, you know, during the, the next 20, 30 years, we just kind of lost that skill. So we need to regain that. Anand. And, you know, one thing I wanted to... You're the man. Up, no. no. <laughs> Scientist Anand, one thing mark I my words. To bring up, I don't know listeners. if any of you saw this program that Nidhi Razdan conducted on um, the launch of Kasuri's book, hmm. um, Neither Dove Nor Hawk, Neither Hawk Nor Dove. Um, I really was offended by it. By the show or the book? By giving him a platform in India where no Pakistani channel would ever give an Indian author, least of all an Indian political author, <coughs> a platform in, in Pakistan to launch a book. Achha, mother, you think that was too much? You didn't see Karan Thapar's interview with him then? Yes. Dude, you yes. should have seen yeah, that. I would interview. expect that of interview him. Interview of? This Kasuri guy. Yeah, Karan's interview with him. So I, I remember one that time in news track when there was some Indo-Pak stuff going on and to me it was the most normal thing to get an interview by, with the Pakistani ambassador and get his point of view because there was some garbar going on at that time. And Arun, after he saw it, he said, why are you giving them a platform? They don't give us, our people a platform. They don't give any, they don't ask our opinions, they don't ask our politicians, they don't ask anything, they just shut down on us. So why are you giving him a platform? I said, then it's one-sided. Anandi was saying? Yeah. No, I mean, I was saying about Karan Thapar. I, I didn't know, I, I, have, I didn't see his interview of Kasuri, but he interviewed Ansong Suki. Mm. It was, was the most boring. And I was so shocked because, you know, he's trying to pull wool over our eyes by, and he wrote a Sunday, last Sunday sentiment. I know, I mean, who's, who, where does... Saying such a brave girl is this uh, Ansong Suki when she has been proven to be intensely bigoted because she's not given a Muslim candidate even a single seat in the upcoming elections, mm -hmm. a ticket to fight I, for. I read about that. And she, yeah. her comments on, in fact, you know, the, the British press have gone hammer and tongs against her. Independent, Guardian, mm -hmm. supposedly all, you know, left liberal, this thing. And uh, Karan Thapar didn't even discuss that point. No, and I thought it was it's such a dull interview where he was just, yes. just muckening, muckening, yeah. muckening, giving her a platform. Like no, what is he giving her a platform to just, you know, praise herself? I mean, that's the first from, question I would have asked. But you know, Madhu, what you're saying, I agree and disagree. I agree that I thought uh, what... Uh, I didn't see Nidhi's show, but I saw uh, Karan's interview with uh, Kasuri and it was basically whatever Kasuri was saying was... Achha, so behind the doors, you know, during Atal, well, they were planning to do this. Achha, they were planning to do that. Now, the thing is, I, I saw it and we are calling it for... I thought he was letting him, but I disagree that because Pakistan does it, we shouldn't give them a platform, I think. Every, I think that's what makes uh, America great. Because it doesn't matter, someone will give someone a platform. And if another person has a problem, they can call it out. But if we don't give a platform, we will become Pakistan rather than... No, that's okay, but uh, you know, the point over here was that this was a man who was sitting on stage, blaming everything on India, blasting India. Everything was from the Pakistani point of view. Farooq gave him a good piece of his mind, which was an emotional sort of thing. Like, when, you, when are you going to stop killing and torturing us? You know, we don't care who it belongs to. You people are fighting over Kashmir. We are dying every day. When are you going to stop? That was his plea. Manishankar Raya's was the same old plea that dialogue chalta raya. Uh, Jaswan Singh said, Sinha said, 
there's no point in a dialogue if the dialogue in the last 60 years has gotten us nowhere. So why have a pretend dialogue? The BJP's position is if you are ready for a real dialogue, we'll have a dialogue. And the point is, my take on this was that you cannot have a dialogue with people who are not really running the government. Yeah, fair enough. Which is what the country I, rather? I, I kind of agree. The army is uh, running the country. I agree with Avin. I see your point, but I agree with Avinandan in the sense that no, I'm a bit jingoistic all on the this. More no, logically you're correct. He's mm. correct, but I'm jingoistic on mm, this. I really have this jingoistic feel. <laughs> I don't want the Pakis <laughs> to have a stage. Pakis, mother of Pakis, yeah. oh, oh, oh. that's a racist term. Not okay. racist, sorry, that's a countryist, a nationist. Yeah. Pakistanis, to have a platform blasting India and giving him more readers at our expense, why? Shiv Sena gave a similar logic. Yeah, the same logic that Shiv Sena uh, used. Gulam Ali's, that our singers don't release our films in our films, why don't we do it? But Madhu was in the Shiv Sena, he didn't know that. <laughs> No, no, but what I was going to say was... That's a different logic. That's a different logic. The guy's coming to perform. The interviewer. We pay for his ticket and whatever. Pay, pay for a ticket, you watch him perform, it's a different thing. This was not the audience paying for a ticket and watching somebody but perform. It's, 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 There's not a cultural exchange. It is not anything like that. And our singers, you know, there has been cultural exchanges between India and Pakistan. And I'm all for it and whatever. The cricket thing is another story. I think sometimes you need to give a message that unless you stop what you're doing in terms of terrorism, we will not talk. Sometimes that is necessary. It's part of strategy. I'm not saying you never talk. Sorry, Anand, you would say Yeah, no, I just something. want to make two quick points. One was that, you know, it also depends on the interviewer. You see, you can have, uh, like, for example, Yaqub Memem. You know, when you were interviewing him, you, I mean, it doesn't come across that you were giving him a platform. It depends yeah. on the interviewer how tough your questions are, how much you want to reveal. Yeah, so he got too much of a say. No, but you who know, the hell so, is he to come to my country no, so, and say so, whatever he likes? So that was the problem with so how the problem himself is that, on the back. But what he's saying, saying, Madhu, so but what he's saying is, you guys are shit. But what he's saying is, it depends on how the interview is conducted, not the fact that so that guy. So, for guy's example, given. I would love to interview Kissinger. I would love to, but yeah, you know, I would fawn at him. No, I'd love to uh, interview like, uh, this Kasuri. Like does, or you know, like all these I'd love to do. interview Kasuri. Yeah. But interview him. So, so that, so, so that proves the point that so you would like sell, to... Yeah. Not sell so, his book. Yeah, so the platform must be there. Platform, How you deal yeah. with it is different. Yeah, yeah. Like, and every time any of us feel that they're being pampered, you can always turn to uh, Times Now. I don't know why they keep <laughs> appearing and getting cursed by Maruf and also you were saying, I don't know, before we wind up. I mean, I'm completely on the other side on this. Which is? I mean, I don't think why we shouldn't be giving platforms to anyone. I mean, we're not Pakistan. I mean, that's the whole point, right? <coughs> and... Uh, yeah, and cricket, look at how cricket's been hurt because of, uh, you know, the, the, the diplomatic relationships that will never be ever solved, I mean, probably never be solved. You don't let Pakistanis play in IPL, which is so stupid, you know. They have some of the best fastballers. What is stupid? That they don't play or is IPL stupid? I mean, IPL is also stupid, uh, <laughs> but... Um, well, I'm on the fence on that. Like I'm, I'm, I'm also I'm on the fence and I'll take so you, Pakistan I, I don't have a piece on this, you know. I, goodbye and God bless Pakistan or something like that. Goodbye, good night, Pakistan. And the reason for that was, that if you keep on harboring terrorists and you keep on attacking us, at some point of time we'll say goodbye and good luck Pakistan like we did with South Africa. It's got to so hurt. At, in the 50s, South Africa was one of the most prosperous <laughs> economies in the world. And they were we decided we're not going to do anything with the apartheid regime, How even though Margaret It's not like we don't do anything ever, come on. I mean, just, we like to believe that we've never done anything on the border, which is bunkum.
No, no, but he's not saying borders coming. He's saying generally your state policy being the a state you know, policy a, a, is to attack India. And I mean, that, that is a given, right? I mean, are you saying that we attack Pakistan as much as Pakistan so we, attacks us? So we don't. But I'm not saying. I'm saying that. I mean, it's 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 a political problem, you know, which none of the you know countries really want to solve at the political level. You know, I don't think it's. I don't think it's 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 a case of India really wanting to solve the problem and. It's, Within India and Pakistan do not want to solve the Pakistan. It's the, not like Indians really want to solve the problem, you know. I mean, so ठीक है मैं कहता हूँ बस क्रिकेट ना खेलने यार बड़ी फुटबॉल खेलो. Basketball खेलो. अलग सूरी फुटबॉल. So, but we have to wind up today. Thank you all uh, for listening to Hafta. Um, please click on I Pay to keep news free. When the public pays, the public is served. When corporations pay, corporations are served. We urge you to support independent media. It's important. If you don't like us, support someone else. Who you like, whoever they want, but uh, do not kasuri, not kasuri, yes. uh, and do not eat kasuri methi also. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, on that note, we are leaving you with this song by a Pakistani by the name of Gulam Ali, uh, who is most welcome any time in Delhi. So here goes and keep listening to Hafta. याद है हमको अब तक आशी का वो समाना कैच ऑल न्यू एपिसोड ऑफ एन एल हफ्ता ऑन न्यूज लॉन्ड्री डॉट कॉम एंड फॉलो अस ऑन ट्विटर एंड फेसबुक